There was a little buzz on there. Hello and welcome to the 20th episode of the IMO podcast. How are you guys doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. Let's hope I remain great. I'm full of energy right now. I'm excited to record this for some whatever reason. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, I say this every episode. I'm excited to record it, but deeply within my heart, I know. I uh, just suffered a tremendous level of anxiety before recording and then now I'm here. I'm, I'm on it. I'm like, ugh. Uh, this is the fun part. This is where life begins and starts. This is the equilibrium. Um, I don't know what the fuck I mean. How's everybody? How's everybody been? How's your week been? How's this? Uh, how's the cows? How how's the sheep? How's the cat? How's the dog? You know, all all, all your pets. Depending on, how, um, I made sure. How's your how's your um, how's your alpacas? If you're Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Motherfucker has alpacas and doesn't even know how to pet them. Have you ever seen that episode on uh, one of the new episodes of um, uh, the uh, David Lerman? Um, uh, my next guest needs no introduction on the new new season for his Netflix show, which is a pretty good show. I mean, if you're a fan of podcasts, then this is this is the most overly budgeted podcast to exist. They give him two million just for saying. On a chair and talking to someone. Ain't it? Ain't life beautiful when you're David Lemon? Uh, two million per episode. Not like two million. Oh, just two million. Two million per episode. And yeah, in one of the episodes, he had Robert Downey Jr. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, he had alpacas and he doesn't know how to pet them. Had a bunch of pigs. And, yeah, when you're rich, you're rich. Is he the highest grossing actor of all time? Like, what was this guy's net worth, bruv? Iron Man made him money. Uh, Speaking of Robert Downey Jr., isn't he one of those uh, Marvel Cinematic Downey Jr. movies have grossed $6 billion today? He's worth $300 million. Wow. Marvel movies have grossed $6 billion. That seems like a little... Um, that seems like a little. It really does. Six billion on Marvel films, just six. Like if it's twelve, then yeah, we can get you. But it's just six. They spend wow. But in terms of profit, they must be profitable. I mean, it's a business at the end of the day. Just six. Oh, by the way, we are recording this. Um, but speak also back to Robert Downey Sorry. Robert Downey needs all the success he needs. The guy's one of the most lovable people. Um, and that's great. And speaking of the country he lives in, oh, wow, Biden's leading. Oh, my God, Biden got Arizona. He has New Hampshire, and he has Wisconsin. Oh, my God. So it's... and But uh, Trump has Florida, Iowa, Ohio, Texas, and it still needs to be... Well, so far... It's a win for him in Wisconsin, which is pretty strange. For him in Arizona. Um, But so far, it's down to North Carolina and Pennsylvania. So far, Trump's leading in in the Pennsylvania front. And he's leading in the North Carolina, but only by a small margin, by around uh, 2.6, 2.7, favoring Trump. Wow, this shit is crazy, man. Holy shit, this is one of the tightest elections ever. My God. I don't know, I think uh, Trump is 67. Yeah, it's increasing. 
Uh, Biden has 248. Donald Trump has 241. It's all down to these. It's all down to four states now. Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. Everything in terms of swinger states. Well, obviously, I'm talking in terms of swinger states. Um, God damn, son. So Biden is leading in electoral votes, 248. And Donald Trump is 214, but... Mm, it's all about them states, them swinger states. Georgia is seems to be... Let's zoom in on Georgia. Oh, it seems to be predominantly um, <clears throat> uh, red Georgia. With obviously the sort of normal trend of like... Uh, blue states and metropolitan areas like Atlanta and uh, Athens and uh, Augusta and Savannah and Macon um, but so far it's a Trump win uh, for Georgia it seems like uh, but it's pretty tight I mean all we have to do is count the rest but I'm pretty sure most of the uh, Biden's votes already have been cast uh, North Carolina well, how does that look like North Carolina, again, mostly red. Trump, except for certain areas in the uh, sort of right side, uh, top right side of North Carolina. Sorry, I don't know my my map. I don't know. I haven't played Assassin's Creed Odyssey to know it properly. Um, oh, wow. How, how did... How the fuck did he lose on Richmond? Oh, Fuck the Trump lose on Virginia. Wow. Norfolk. Oh my god. Wow. The fact that. Oh my god. I'm just reacting. North Carolina is still undecided. Uh, Joe Biden is winning one. Uh, is this still undecided? I don't know. Wow. This is the tightest election ever. I'm just reacting to it. Oh my god. Oh, it, what seems to be a very stupid trend is that in the cities, uh, wow, even in the cities Biden won, it was very much, a, a, there's a lot of divide. This is the most polarizing election to ever happen. Like, America is genuinely split. I, I, listen, I was this is the first election I'm analyzing, to be honest. Because, uh, oh my God, oh my God. Look at this. Look at this shit. I think Trump's going to win. But then again, if Biden wants this, it'll be, for either of them, it'll be by a short margin. I know Trump announced his win, which is funny because of the whole ballot bo boxing thing and the delays and all that shit that's going on, which, you know, of course, he's going to fish there. It was the left, it was Antifa. Um, Mike Wazowski. Um, wow. This is one of the most, as a politics student, this is just... Super interesting, but this is one of the tightest elections that ever happened. This is like, this is the first election aftermath to the sort of integration of politics into pop culture, a flourishment sort of thing, which I believe started when um, James Franco's movie came out, uh, uh, the interview, and then you know with Kim Jong Un and all that. This this is interesting, and obviously Joe Rogan. Its effect on the, on the youth politically as well. My God, he won Texas. I mean, Texas is the biggest motherfucker. 
Texas. He won the lower. Well, so far, for the, Trump has Florida. He this this is an, a, a solid win. Iowa, solid win. Um, Ohio, solid win. Texas, solid win. So he had Florida, Texas, Iowa, and it seems like he's about to win North Carolina. But it's still fucking tight, man. But it's not it's not definite. He only has fifty point one percent. And in Penn it, he only has fifty two point seven. This is a sexy election. The amount of analysis for a politics student, the amount of analysis that's gonna happen due to this sort of inter interlinear foundational analysis is there are reasons to the cause. Cause it's like, yeah, economy and corona and the attack on it, and it's like wow. Uh, my friend, who's a who's a uh, who's a trader, said that Trump will be better for the uh, uh, for the poor class of America. So, but obviously, you know, it's Trump. This is this is gigantic. Is America racist? <laughs> Remember that that Dave Chappelle sketch. Speaking of Dave Chappelle, he's coming back on SNL, and this sketch is from SNL. Uh, is America racist? <laughs> the whole Chris Rock bit with him and Dave Chappelle on SNL. Oh my god, I can't believe that America's racist. And then Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle are reacting. Racist? <laughs> 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 it was, it's a great sketch. Um, wow, I'm, I'm just in awe of this election. This is tight. I think it was tight on Hillary's front as well. Is Trump like the ultimate fuck you to the system? He he is, but this is just going to solidify the middle finger. Michigan is... Wow, is he going to lead Michigan? By 38,000? Is he going to lead Michigan by over... By just slightly above the six two point six? Because... 263, like 2,638 two are oh, rooting for Biden, while Trump is 2,600. Two, two wow. And in Nevada, which is, uh, this is 99% reporting for Michigan so far, so you don't know, maybe. But is it, it, Michigan is going to be tight. My God, this is interesting, man. This is so interesting. He's going to lead it by probably 50 votes or 700. That's crazy. Yo, Biden's going to... If Biden wins, he's going to have the worst run-up president because of how divided the country is. Like, literally, I would be surprised if Biden wins another term, considering how divided this is. It's so tough to estimate this. This is going to be a tough win. Listen, if Biden wins, it's going to be a tough environment. If Trump wins, he's just going to remain Trump. It will never be... Like, it's obviously tough for him, but for Biden, man, it's going to be tough. Because look at this. It's like free states. Free swing states are solidified for Biden. Arizona, New Hampshire, Wisconsin. Whereas Trump, as I said, has Texas, Ohio, Florida, Iowa. Florida and Texas is enough. And he's on the verge of winning North Carolina and Pennsylvania. If he wins those... My God, could it be that Trump will win the most swing states, but Biden gets somehow, this isn't interesting, but numbers-wise, this is interesting. 
What? What? Yeah, this this is better. this just cures Corona pandemic for me. This election just out of interest. Not gonna lie. Um. Anyways, fuck this shit. I don't wanna. I don't wanna dwell on it too much. New York again. What? What a surprise sort of place. New York is mainly mainly. Uh, mainly, uh, what's it called? New York, in terms of the surrounding areas, is mainly red, but the main area, where most of the population is, is blue. It's always strange to see that, but then it makes sense, but it's like 3.6 million to Joe Biden and 2.8 to Trump on uh, the New York front. Wow, what a wonderful world. Isn't democracy is beautiful? It is. Where, where, what state is Biden from? I forgot. He's in. Uh... What what state is Biden from? Let me let me search that up because I know it's. Uh, what. Was Biden from? He's on Pennsylvania. And he's losing Pennsylvania. Ah, look at that L. Look at that L. Yo, if Biden loses Pennsylvania. God damn. Wait, is he? Found it. What, what state is Biden from? Where was Biden? Delaware. Uh, oh, he's he, he's from Delaware. He was not. He was. He was. Delaware. Did he live in Delaware? It's right next to New Jersey. Oh no, he didn't. He's from Delaware. That did I knew that. I was like, I was surprised, Pennsylvania. But he was, he was a senator of Pennsylvania or something. Wow, that's an L, bro. That's an. Hell, but that was only three electoral votes. So what's the fucking point? That's an L, bruv. Oh, Oklahoma. Mostly red. Goddamn. Does anyone remember this Dave Chappelle bit where he was like, um, yeah, Trump's going, he went to the electoral vote. And he saw all these white people. I'm going to vote for Trump because he's going to help us get out of our mess as white people. And then Trump was, uh, Dave Chappelle was like, no, no, no. You are poor. I'm rich. He's benefiting me more than you. <laughs> oh, man. I guess jokes last forever. L.A.? Wait, oh, what's, what's L.A.? L.A. has to be red, bruv. California, there it is. But by how much? Seven point <laughs> seven million on uh, California and three point eight on Trump. Wow, the most left of the left is on the left of the map, and the right of the right is on the right of the map. But no, mainly center. That's where the shit happens. Oklahoma, where Tiger King was filmed, they voted Trump. Arizona, Arkansas. Wow, this is crazy. 
Oh fuck, we need to we need to move on with subjects, man. Um, this is not healthy for me. I can just look at this for ages. Ugh. Whoever wins wins. Either way, um, they're gonna cause a lot of destruction because it's a very tight vault. Um, yeah, life is great. Life is strange. Life is stupid. And that election shows it. Uh, that was so far. Um, wow. Uh, so how's everybody's week been? My week has been great. I've been, uh, did a gig just, uh, before yesterday on Monday. Um, it was nice and spiky, uh, under a sort of basement pub. And I was like, oh, thank God, finally a fucking basement that I can perform in. I was performing a lot. I love comedy in Shakespeare, which is, used to be at the basement, but, uh, now it's in like a sort of a blinded area and <clears throat> and uh, it just feels weird. You can't s- stand up, whereas in that place I was able to stand up for some other reason. Um, nice and spiky. A lot of people joined the venue, surprisingly, because usually you're just performing to a bunch of comics and you don't give justice, enough justice to your... Uh, to your uh, sort of material but this time it was just because of the fuck it situation you know let's go see some comedy we're in the depressed mood we're gonna stay up for at home for like a month which by the way if you don't know who you aren't living in the uk the government announced a full lockdown starting uh tomorrow <laughs> ain't that funny another lockdown um and they're gonna end it on the 2nd of december hopefully if it extends, then the chances of me losing my job are extremely high. Um, and it's just the worst time to get fucking this, to get that shit going on, because I just started a phone contract with my uh, sort of finance panel and all that. Uh, oh, my friend just invited. So, yo, you're down to play D&D tomorrow online? Also, sorry, I forgot to get back to you. On the anime, as I said, I don't know anyone who can... Uh, oh, my friend's just invited me to get back on DNT. Uh, oh, oh, I was messaging later. Mm. Uh, wait, what? Uh, what? Uh, Oh, that was all funny, yeah. I'm just reading text now. Ugh, leave your frown when you're podcasting. You said, this is the destruction of a man. So I was at a gig on Monday. Nice and spiky, last minute booking, and uh, I killed it. Uh, well, I, I caught two major laughs, two bits are solid now. They're in the act. Uh, the 72 virgins bit and uh, the grandmother bit, which was a bit that has been marinating before quarantine. So I've got two solid bits was in the act and they all interlink um and uh yeah my dad's just my dad's leaving he's traveling right now and i thought oh i need to record this before i get tired he said fuck him i ain't gonna give him my goodbyes imagine my dad dies on the plane on gets all attack in this fucking crazy way to see his last words um yeah gig on monday sunday 
fuck is just daunting me, man. Sadden's like, cause it's slow, and then when it's rushed, you're not used to the rush, and when it's rushed, the customers are rude. It's just bad. Anyone who works in retail at the moment understands how I feel. And you know what's funny? When you're working at a big retail place, it's like, if your mood is bad, the whole employee mood is bad. Like, everyone within the, not just your department, but everyone within the whole fucking building has had a bad day at work. Which is interesting. I always find that interesting. Um... <clears throat> But, uh, and because of the place I work, it just reflects the mood of the country. So it's always to get that through. It's always nice to work as a comedian. You're usually excluded from the mood of the country, and you need to just analyze it. Which is why I really like having a part-time job because you get to get in the front lines of the mood of the country. Um. So yeah, just you know, after getting back to comedy, I'm like, why am I working? I'm just. I can live off a loaf of bread and as long as there's laughter going on, you know? But, you know, still, I need to work because uh, I want to rely on my parents for money. And money is required within this capitalist society. Now, London is an expensive city, which is the city I live in. Um, and then on uh, on Thursday, uh, I had a gig. This is interesting. Sorry, I had a gig on Thursday. So I decided, you know, let me, and also on Thursday, my family set up a sort of secret Santa bullshit. Not like based on secret Santa, but to celebrate the birth of the Prophet Muhammad. And I got my mom gorbo perfume on that day. So I decided to go to place I work, get a bottle of perfume with the discount and um, got it, got it wrapped up and everything, which was pretty easy bargains, easy bargains. Love it, love it, love it. And then, um, dude, I was like, my plan was go smoke a cigar. I, I, I've been craving. There was this video, a one-hour video of, of with Michael Jordan and a reporter from Cigar Aficionado, which was recorded ages ago, but now they decided to publish it full form. And um, he said that his favorite cigar was a Partagas Lusitania. And I decided to, you know what, let me wear my Jordans. I was wearing Jordan 1. Hello, bread. Thank you for asking. I don't like the high top ones because they look like a turtle on my feet. The ones just seem more eloquent for my style. And um, don't get me wrong, I like high top Jordans. I've got a pair of Jordan 6 Airs and they're fucking great. My dream pair is a Jordan Bordeaux 7s. Um, this is for the Jordan fan. Um, and uh, went there, so got, uh, got the gift, then went to the oldest tobacconist in the world, which is in Mayfair, called James J. Fox. Churchill used to buy his cigars from there, and Oscar Wilde used to buy his tobacco from there to roll up his cigarette. Interesting history. Oscar Wilde, Churchill, oldest tobacconist in the world. It is great. So I went there, got my particles with Satania, and then smoked in the cigar lounge upstairs. And surprisingly, to my delight, um, and bad luck, I guess, the cigar took more than two hours to finish because it was such a big one and I didn't expect that I thought it would be finished in one hour and a half but also the thing that delayed it is that I got into a conversation with a uh, a uh, what's that for anesthesiologist uh, and the guy who puts people to sleep the the legal drug dealer of the realms in which you live um the highest dose apparently fentanyl was way stronger than morphine and then um he was a pretty cool guy 
pretty cool guy. Uh, he mentioned something about the opiate epidemic in America and the reason why this it was such a big problem is because of pharm pharmaceutical companies like Big Pharma can advertise stuff uh, and thus creating a more uh, wider spectrum of education for the customers and uh, um, and also the another part is that uh, you know. Uh, big Pharma was sort of bribing doctors to prescribe them their products, which led to the eventual opioid epidemic. So in a sense, a lack of education, well, not really, a lack of, uh, because edu the word educated would say, no, this is not good for me. A lack of, of, of press in a sort of sense uh, of information led to uh, us not having a, 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 a sort of opioid epidemic because we can't advertise, you know, uh, pharmaceutical only medicines. We can advertise, you know, Viagra, obviously, but we can't advertise pharmaceutical only medicines. And then, and then, you know, I had that conversation. And then the place shut down and I had to smoke my cigar in the outdoors. I didn't have a torchlight because uh, I just didn't have one. And all I had were these matches and I was just smoking it to uh, just to avoid the. The cigar going off, and then I uh, walked to the Green Park Station, which is in Mayfair, and um, decided to sit on Green Park on a bench, and then my cigar turned off. Uh, so I walked forward to see a bunch of free kids, uh, teenage age, um, teenage aged, and uh, asked them if they have a lighter, and they, yeah, they did have a lighter, they were drunk. Uh, it, started, it was like, is that my cigar? So I decided to smoke a cigar next to them. I was just shit uh, boredom. I uh, just needed people. And, uh, um, well, no, they just seemed like interesting folk for some whatever reason. And, um, and in case the cigar ever turns off, I get direct access. And then suddenly, uh, we start busting a conversation. One of them says his name's, he's from New York. Um, and then the other it was German, and then the other was uh, Tunisian or Moroccan. Uh, the cool bunch, cool fucking bunch. And then, um, very cool bunch. Then if you start having conversation, uh, the other guy Max, uh, the New Yorker, starts talking about psychedelic experiences, which eventually triggered my conversation because I've had psychedelic experiences, and then. That started, and then Max, and then they were talking about trading and all that. Well, I have not that much knowledge, but my friend does forex trading, and then uh, so I just then had a conversation, and then uh, you know, you, obviously the Tunisian I can relate to because it just changed it. And then they, they were going to unis. It's just they, they were at the age where they're trying to understand what manliness is and what, what it takes to be a man, sort of thing. And I'm, I haven't discovered it yet, but they're at the spark of the thought process of fuck, I'm gonna grow up. You know, and uh, so it's just interesting to be around these people because I can relate to them, and uh, uh, just around them, uh, they were trading on the phone. One of them, and basically one of them made 120k by uh, doing like a one-to-one -one sort of bet on Asdeq, sort of a company. Made 120k right in front of me on his phone, which is fucking hilarious. And then. Uh, and then, uh, what's it called? Uh, basically, the German was been trading ever since he was 16, and he taught both of his friends, so he's been guiding them on how to not make mistakes on 
he's probably a good, pretty good trader. Uh, uh, they're all planning to go to North Carolina. Uh, no, not North Carolina, UCLA in California. Uh, to, to the study there. And then uh, they were doing it at A-levels. And uh, this German guy was like, yo, I fuck with you, dude. Just, you want to you wanna come hang out with us on UberXL? And I was like, fuck it, yeah, sure. <laughs> we get on the UberXL, play no bystanders by Travis Scott. Fuck the club up. Yo, that fucking shit. It's fucking lit. Uh, suddenly, I'm just with these strangers chilling. And then uh, we we go to head over to Leicester Square. Uh, Piccadilly Circus is the square. And um, the, the the Arab guy wants to celebrate when he 120k. So he wants sweet. And then eventually, uh, out of sheer luck, a guy passes by us and says, Hey, you guys want any weed? And they were like, Yeah, yeah, I want fucking weed. And then... Do you have a blunt? And he's like, no, I don't have blunts. You've got to roll it yourself. And I, okay. Um, so they say, he tells them, Yo, I'm, if, you, if you change your mind, I'm by the Lego. And so they're like, okay, let's get some weed. They, they want to go to an ATM and they go to the Lego place. And then they said, do you have But somehow, somewhere through the conversation, they were drunk. They don't know how to talk. I wasn't talking at all because I wasn't interested in weed, obviously. Straight edge soap for five years, dedication. What? Um, so, somehow, some way, conversation happened. And they told the guy, yeah, yeah, we want weed. Uh, we're just going to the ATM to 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 get some money. And then he understands that in a way, which was weird. Because he came, it was just me and Max. And he was somehow talking about his drug addictions with opiates and... And Pubble drank on <laughs> when he was 16 while he was living in New York. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is crazy? Imagine also something that here people are attracted to you because of, in New York, people are attracted to you because of what you do, not your personality. Whereas in London, it's more personality sort of thing, which I don't know. I, I disagree with that because uh, my personality is great. Uh, and I've been single for a while. Uh, but I wasn't going to mention that. This, these guys were cool. Um, so that happened and but he has most experience so he probably has the upper hand um so me and him are sat down and then the guy who the others were meant to meet at lego decided to come sit next to us and i'm here thinking oh they probably spoke to him and because i wasn't focusing on the situation probably spoke to him and all that and then while we're waiting for them to go to the ATM and get some paraphernalia, like, you know, fucking roll-ups and grinders and all that, uh, he, he, he's just sat there waiting with the weed in his hand. And uh, we're waiting for them to come back, and he was just busting conversation. Uh, I analyzed the situation instantly, and I was like, yo, this could escalate into something. And so I uh, just was very nice to him. I gave him a number that he can call to get a job, rather than just selling and um and uh what's it called and then uh, his friend comes by he was chill he says oh this is the good stuff now immediately i felt like this was dodgy this was dodgy weed because i don't know i don't know this guy i don't know he's not from a friend of mine i, I like don't trust dealers unless you have mutual experience from a friend that you trust uh, because if you if you if you smoke dodgy ones, that's it. You smoke it, that's it. You're a schizophrenic. You're adios. Um, and then 
but yeah, they seem like a cool bunch, and then they're just chatting conversations. Then another guy comes in, drippy as fuck, and then another guy comes in, smiling, and then a really dodgy character comes in with a beanie looking, hell serious, looking forward, like a, like a skinny guy. And we're waiting, we're just waiting for the guys to come back from the ATM machine. And then, uh, waiting, waiting, and then this, this, uh, the Somalian guy with the, with the beanie, the little shady looking fellow, like, yo, where, where your mates at, bruv? And he goes, tells Max, and then Max calls, granted, both the German and the Arab are drunk, Max is as well. He calls him, and then, um, tells him, yo, where you guys at? And then they say, oh, we, we just bought the weed from a guy. Uh, thinking that he was associated with that law, which is just a recipe for a fight, because that's disrespectful. It was a, a misunderstanding, and obviously the beauty guy does disrespectful. That's disrespectful, though, fam. That's disrespectful. Hello, disrespectful. Now, gr- uh, thank God, beforehand, I was like, they, most of them spoke Arabic, and I spoke to them properly, and so I, I was chill with the gang, the the, the gang that came when we were buying the the, the marijuana. Uh, and uh, chill, and then I just say to the guy with the beanie, I'm sorry, bro. You know, apologies. So, like, why are you looking at me, fam? Fucking, I'm sorry, fucking dickhead. So, he was about to start a fight, and then immediately his other friends calmed him down. He said, Yo, 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 he, he knows Arabic. And I was like, What do I care about? Just calm down, calm down, all right. So, I was, I was in good terms with them. It wasn't for the fact that I was good terms with the other gang. It would have been something. Uh, keep in mind, this was Leicester Square Police, so I could easily get shanked and run, and run, and then they would just run. Um, pray to the Lord the police wouldn't catch them. Uh, so it was it was a dodgy situation. I was it ruined my day, but it was calm. So they leave. They come back. The the gang leaves, knowing that they're not going to get any money. They come back and the guys, uh, the German and the Arab coming, saying that they uh, they got weed. And then Max is like proper, like just tensed up. He wants, he wants, he wants to smoke. So he just wants to roll up in the middle of fucking Leicester Square where there's a bunch of police. But he's still stressed up. And I was like, yo, 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 head to this quarry door down here. Maybe it's a bit like there was this, this quiet era. And then uh, the 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 Arab the the Arab and the German were just urging Max, no, 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 don't roll it now. Wait till we get to the fucking park, and then we roll it. But then he was urging for it; he was anxious for it. And then, um, he said, "He's like, no, I'm not going to listen to music." And then, I'm like, "Yo, no, that's a bad idea." But I didn't want to intervene. He was just, Max seemed like an authority figure in a sense. So I don't want to get into. I'm going to give this guy life recommendations based on the fact that I've known him for five minutes but this could have potentially put me in prison so I told him to go to this area it seems quiet and thank god we get to see we get to see that area and then what do we see the guy not the guy who sat with us but the guy who sold the drugs to the Arab is getting caught by the police and holy shit my heart's racing the Arab's heart's racing Leo's heart's racing and Max is like oh fuck I'm not going to be able to smoke so they were like fuck we need to order an Uber from here right now because that guy could easily just snitch on us Uh, and so we ordered an Uber we went Max is still trying to say oh no I want it real quick man the police won't come Max is like proper shit while we're ordering the Uber and 
and luckily I managed to convince him, Max, no. And we always went managed to convince him. And as soon as we said no, fucking police patrol passes by. Max would if it wasn't for me and his friends, me, all of us would have been in prison, because by association. <laughs> you know? Uh, and this is a class B drug. Class A, I don't know what weed is as a class but it, it's, it's bad. It's a bad class, I'll say that. <laughs> so I'm I'm stressed out, and then they order an Uber again. Uh, obviously, uh, I sort of compensate by getting the bread balls for vodka, and later on I buy him a pack of cigarettes, because they were paying for this Uber for me, so I compensate, obviously. Uh, and, uh, and uh, what's it called? So they reach the park. Max is so like pumped up, smoked weed finally. So they give it to Max because he's a designated pothead and he knows how to roll. So they give him weed and then the, t- the Tunisian guy hands him what, the weed, which looks like a sort of wrapped up piece of 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 of, of a bag that you can get from a corner shop. You know those bags that you get from a normal shop, like a black bag, the small one wrapped up in glue. And Max is unraveling this, unraveling it, unraveling it, and there's no weed inside. (laughs) (laughs) I bursted out laughing, and the thing smelled like fuck, like Max's whole hands were just wrapped around this thing, and it was smelly, it was smelly, and Max was like, oh, this is disgusting. Uh, And then... They were like, oh, we need cigarettes. I buy them cigarettes. They got ripped off. They got fucking ripped off. And then they buy some, some uh, Corona beer, um, uh, you know. And then I help one of them open it, and they're just, they're just angry. And this is a funny situation. I'm bursting out laughing, bro. Oh, this whole stress, and then suddenly there's no weed in the fucking thing. And then the, the guy, Leo, the German, was just too generous to the point where he was like, hey, yo, I'll buy you an Uber to take you home. And I was like, no, 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 I like train rides. You don't need to be this generous with me. Um, these guys were rich folk, private school, six form and all that shit. Um, and, like this, and obviously one of them made 120k in the day. So they, they're trading, the, they've got enough of liquidity to spend money on generosity. Uh uh, and I do too, but there's an, an abundance. Um, Max is angry because of its many hands and getting ripped off. Twenty pound for the butt. And as we're leaving the park, some guy walks in with a delivery sort of bag and asks us, "Hey guys, you don't happen to know? You don't happen to have any like r- r- Rizla rolling papers or anything?" And then we tell him no, and then no, 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 we actually do. And then it was, they threw the bag out of anger onto the side because of the whole. You know, getting ripped off the back of paraphernalia. So we threw, and then we told him, "Yeah, it's over there and all that shit." So he he goes in with the bike, gets it, and then comes back. And I'm thinking, "Yo, this guy is so fucking. This guy could be a fucking spy." But no, it sounds like he sure comes back because we tell him to keep the stuff for grinder and all that. And he gives him the card. He gives him the card and this card of because he's a, he's a weed dealer apparently. <laughs> Well, a funny one. That just—that's not. I just wanted to mention that detail. And now they have a genuine weed dealer who can deliver to the house, which is always the case. But they obviously probably have not like, way more weed dealers. Uh, so I leave home, sort of not regretting the fact that I skipped the comedy gig, 
which was meant to be on that day, and it's like to hang out with these guys, because this is a fun, interesting story. And then I... Then a day afterwards, I realized, oh, wait, that guy had that fucking piece of wrapped up bag up his ass. That's why it smelled funky. So I immediately text DM Leo that and he bursts out laughing and make sure you tell Max. <sighs> what, what a story that is. That's an interesting story. There's nothing funny about it. It's just an interesting roller coaster of a life. I always talk about the idea of watching a movie without the trailer and this was the unraveling story. Both interesting figures, they were both interesting, all three of them interesting characters. Um, just just funny it's just a funny weird situation um, from that day well full day the pleasures of going out to London guys and just talking to random people um, yeah that was that was a story I want to put uh, lockdown coming soon December gigs fucked up my god, I'm gonna have to go through torment again and just talking and writing. And I'll probably just get back to writing again. Meditating a lot. At least I have the weekends now to do to do uni work. Um, yeah, guys, uh, let's, let's give a last check on the US election before I leave you here. 214, 248, still undecided on the four, on the five swing states that are left. But so far, Pennsylvania and North Carolina are still for Trump. Uh, Michigan rose from 2672 to versus 2611. Uh, and Nevada is only 8k shy of a win. Okay, so. But Nevada is only 75% reporting. Wow, this is such an interesting election. Anyways, uh, by the time you listen to this, the results probably came out. Um, love you all. Thank you for listening. Uh, this has been another short one, to be honest. But it is no point of elongating stuff. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that story. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you uh, sort of uh, subscribe to it on your favorite listening app and if your app has a review just make sure you give it a five star review please it just helps with growing the podcast and eventually i could maybe one day make this uh, sort of youtube uh video focus with the fundings and all that yeah just it, it helps okay guys just give this out to your friends and and uh, I, i'm not i'm i'm just being myself here i'm not trying to overly exaggerate the situation and all that and if you know but then again, my stand-up, as a, as a beginner, I feel like the, the stand-up will eventually create a rise in the podcast anyway. So, I'm just, I'm just doing this for the fun of it, to be honest. Um, love you all. Bye-bye. Uh, stay safe. Uh, good luck on the elections, US citizens. I hope your best friend wins. And uh, bye-bye. Love you all.